This is the Freedom Ring. All right, happy Thursday. It is July the 7th. If you're watching live on Rumble, we apologize for the delay. Some technical issues here in the studio have us going just a little late, but thanks for uh, hanging with us. And if you're listening on Spotify or the other 3,000 platforms that we're on, no apologies to you because there's none needed. Thanks for hanging with us. It is the Freedom Ring. You can access all of those... uh, platforms at freedomringshow.com make sure you like and share we do appreciate it on the show today we'll be talking about uh, who's ordering Pfizer to present all their info about the COVID jab like right now some information uh, that we wouldn't mind having here in the United States also a few more details about that nut job that shot up the uh, Highland Park area in Illinois on Monday during that 4th of July parade Multiple examples of the left going completely unhinged. Their perversity is at a completely new low, which really doesn't surprise us, does it? No. And it also doesn't explain who the United States is. This is only explaining what the extreme left is trying to force upon us, which is having us repel it even more. Uh, The Biden staffer who says he's hopeless, meaning Joe Biden is hopeless and his administration is rudderless. And of course, the uh, Georgia Guidestones blowing up is right up Bill's alley. So we will definitely be talking about that. But uh, I wanted to talk about uh, change today in our moment of faith because um, most of us fear it, but yet we all have to deal with it. And uh, I don't know why we're afraid of change when nine times out of ten, it's been my experience that whenever we allow ourselves to experience change, it's usually the most exciting times of our lives. Whether it's a new house, a new car, a new vacation spot, they all involve change. But uh, we put so much effort into resisting change in different areas of our lives. In uh, Joshua 1 verse 9, the Bible says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. And uh, that excitement that you have every time you get a new car, whether it's the new smell or the fact that you know that you're not going to have to deal with any mechanical problems for a while anyway, they will eventually come. But Mm -hmm. it's part of the excitement of changing to a new car. Uh, It brings you joy. It brings you happiness or the excitement of a new house. Maybe you've got more room now or a chance to put things in different spots. Maybe that new house came with a finished basement to entertain people in. Whatever the case might be, the change of the new house brings you excitement, right? In Deuteronomy uh, 31, verse 6, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Then why do we fear seeking that new job? Or starting that business that utilizes the gifts that God gave us. Things we do naturally that we can share with others while making a living at. Should be no reason to fear that. You do it normally anyway. Might as well get paid for it. Don't fear that change. Um... Why won't we allow ourselves to make that change to do it? Or, or, or the change to get out of the abusive or unhappy relationship. Change happens anyway. Why not embrace it? Roll with it. See what God has in store for you next. It makes, it makes your, uh, your, your ride through this, this thing we called life a lot more exciting. Let go of the fear. Get out of your own way. Stop talking yourself out of it. 
and let God take over. And I know it's easier said than done, and it takes a little bit of uh, effort on your part. Everything takes effort on our part. But you got to come to the realization that, that anything you fear is basically the devil talking to you and talking you talking to you out of doing the right things. So stop standing outside of God's blessing for you and, and resisting it because because you fear change. It's going to happen anyway. Let it embrace not, it. Yeah, that fear doesn't come from God. That's for sure. No, he talks against it big time. So uh, I, I realize the same thing also applies to the news. Um, change up your sources. And this isn't a shameless plug for our show. I'm not saying that. I just realized as a news consumer, especially lately, when I say lately in the last five to seven years, I would sit down and watch a newscast. And it was all this fear, 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 racism, uh, chaos. Pandemic. Pandemic. If you want to, you know, zoom in on the last two years, it's gotten just off the charts with insanity. And then, as I've mentioned before, we go out and live life. And I'm not seeing that world that I'm seeing on the newscast. Right. I'm not seeing, I'm not experiencing that racism. I'm not experiencing that hate. I'm not experiencing the, the, uh, the perversity which is another story we'll be getting to in just a little bit. Well, but they're trying to force us to believe that this is the norm and this is the everyday. And uh, most of it just isn't true. We, but, were, we were talking before we started about how they're making something. The, the vast majority of Americans don't think this way. No, we don't believe this way. Exactly. We don't accept this nonsense. Uh, but you're right, they're trying to normalize that. But this. some refuse to change. Some fear the change of their news source and insist on believing that what I, what's on their local 6 o'clock news, that's it. Yep. And again, we, uh, we sound like a broken record here coming from two guys in the media. It is not it. <laughs> it is not it. It's not. Yep. And it's not just our opinion. We're calling, we're talking about living in this industry for myself nearly 30 years it's all horse crap none of it's accurate yep so that's why we dig and do what we do and hopefully uh we're able to spread the truth out there uh police arrested robert cremo the third following the shooting in highland park illinois that's the one that killed seven people and Injured over 30 others during the 4th of July parade. Research into his past revealed he had an extremely dark background. Uh, he was known to law enforcement before the mass shooting. Uh, Highland Park police had two prior encounters with him. One was for a suicide attempt and the other to remove knives for a murder threat to family members. So they removed 16 knives, a dagger, and a sword. And my question is, why didn't they remove him? <laughs> Get him some help. Because if he's removed from society, guess what doesn't happen on Monday in Highland Park, Illinois? A gun shooting and yeah. seven needless deaths and 30 needless injuries. If he's removed, the, the gun's nowhere in sight. An idiot doesn't pull trigger, forcing bullets out. So if he is removed... Or if 
he was checked into a mental ward after he made threats on family members. The 16 knives didn't need to be removed because you left the idiot there. Why are we living and accepting this political correctness world to where, I mean, back when I was younger, we had mental institutions all over the place. You know what we didn't have? Gun shootings and nut jobs putting innocent people at harm. Right. In harm's way. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that. But we did have mental institutions. And I remember as years went by, I said, wait, what ever happened to that place? Oh, it was offensive because the people in it felt that they were wronged by being labeled. But, but now we've got innocent people that are dead because we didn't want to hurt their feelings. What? <laughs> but then as Bill and I were talking about on our other show... This isn't because society suddenly became politically correct. It's the political correctness that's been forced upon us by the deep state that, that has been going on for years upon years upon years upon years upon years and decades and decades to force you to think, oh, it is insensitive. Oh, shucks. Why don't we let people die so he does it? What? We need to push back. We need to push back hard. We there, do. there are people that just aren't qualified for, and part of it, you know, you know the uh, the participation trophy generation. Where's my trophy? You came in ninth place. You suck. Ninetieth <laughs> place. <laughs> You're no good at baseball. Okay. You know, I was average. I knew when I played as a little kid, I was just average. I had fun going out there. I didn't. I wasn't dreaming going, oh, man, if I don't make it to the majors, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> it was just an activity. That's all it was. And this whole idea of becoming a guy, becoming a girl, so that he could compete against girls. How did that even enter somebody's mind, let alone to really pull it off? It's all just to manipulate society, soften us. And make it easier for them to take over and and, and rule us. So the the idea came from them, right? All of it did. Meaning the the left. Yeah, the the, extreme left. The Klaus Schwab's of this world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're the off off the hinges left. Because there are people on the left. That's why I won't commit myself to Republican or Democrat. I've, I've heard some Democratic ideas that were pretty good ideas. I've heard them from, but I also know that politically it's all organized crime. Yeah. So I'm not going sides. to I'm not yeah. going to marry myself to either party. I try to judge who has the most common sense and who's going to have me with more money in my wallet and who's going to make me sleep better at night because I know the borders are secure. I don't care that the president is a douchebag of a human being or if he has a uh, a personality a personality like sandpaper. I actually dug that about Trump. Yeah, me too. It was refreshing. <laughs> I'm not sleeping with the guy. He I don't need to have dinner with him. Wasn't some con man trying to make us believe something that wasn't real. But this softening of society from the left, it's ease up, man. You know? Yeah. So so getting back to my, uh, my uh, it's not so much an analogy, but just an explanation. Not everybody is qualified for everything. I'm not qualified to be an Indianapolis 500 driver. You know? Yep. I'm not qualified for a lot of things. I'm okay with that. 
some people aren't qualified to live amongst us in society because they're just off. They're born a little off. Okay, well, we've got treatment for them and we've got a facility for that. But I'm not going to let, oh, he might feel down about himself because, well, he's off, man. He's, he's putting the rest of it. I mean, even hamsters have it figured out. When a, when, a, when a mommy hamster detects something wrong with one of its, uh, with one of its offspring, she eats it. She does away with it. You know, I'm not saying eat human beings. We have enough of that going on. We, we'll leave that to the deep state. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're doing. But you know what I mean? It's not everything is qualified for everything. Right. Why can't we get back to that? Some of us never left. Right. Well, I'm talking as a society, yeah. reopen those reopen those institutions, put the nut jobs in society. Once it's detected that they got both oars in the water over here. All right, well, in he goes, in she goes, whatever. Let's get him the right treatment. Let's not just jack him up on drugs and say, all right, have a safe ride home. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Society should be doing these things to help people, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to let the feelings get in. It's the right thing to do. It is. You just saved an entire school uh, gymnasium of innocent kids from dying because you put them in the ward. It's just so wrong to do. <gasps> I don't want Steven in a padded cell. Yeah, well, Steven needs a padded cell right now. <sighs> it's the right thing to do. All right. That's my little rant on that. <laughs> We got, uh, oh, the uh, Biden guy. Yeah, so there's a unnamed Democrat lawmaker criticizing the Biden administration as rudderless, aimless, and hopeless. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from... We didn't see this uh, two Novembers ago. This coming from their own side as they eat each other. <laughs> uh, and yet another damning report of turmoil between the U.S. president and his own party. On Tuesday, this was this uh, story came out. More than 20 Democrats working across Congress and the White House shared private concerns with CNN. CNN? CNN. Of all places. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that was part of the story. Uh, this regarding President Joe Biden's ability to respond to back-to-back crises that have plagued the country for much of his term. You mean back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back? Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. And whether he's an effective leader of those behind him working to fix it. Was this the monologue from a late night television show or something? It should have been. (laughs) Maybe they decided not to do it. Joe Biden, the word effective and leader in the same sentence? Yeah, right. (laughs) Let me think about that. Uh, Damning report that compares the gas tax holiday plan to throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, that's one complaint. Uh, multiple Democrat lawmakers and staffers complain that President Joe Biden is not moving fast enough to respond to multiple multiple crises. He must be walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during his administration, the report that Biden is taking his frustration out on his staff seems to contradict his Day one promise to not tolerate workplace bullies. You remember that? He had the big screen of everybody. He had like the Zoom session from hell. 
Yeah. And like 300 people, I ain't gonna, da, da, da. Right. We're gonna love each other here, you rotten bastards. Applaud! <laughs> yeah. Remember when he said that to the U.S. military? Yeah. Applaud, yeah. you stupid, yeah. ungrateful bastards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this guy? <laughs> oh. He's just a, a really nice guy. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. If it doesn't go his way, well, then you have hell to pay. But other than that... I mean, that's what Mitt Romney told us. And, and you know, everything Mitt Romney says right. is, is accurate. You know, he's, just, he's also just a really wonderful guy. Uh, Tuesday's... Another complaint. Tuesday's report also claims multiple Biden allies were frustrated as what they see as a lack of response to the Supreme Court overturning... Roe versus Wade. Uh, they're saying his proposals to help solve inflation and the baby formula shortage have also fallen flat despite his administration's efforts. And Biden was reportedly mocked by Democrat leaders for a lackluster speech in response to the high court removing federal abortion protections. Nah, so speeches are earth shattering. Well, you think? Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, that's not the word I would have chosen, but uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I'll just play along here. Uh, earth shattering, or make me feel like I lost a couple of IQ points. And you know <laughs> what? What, what all this comes from is they're all afraid they're going to lose when the when the election rolls around. So they're mad at Biden because he's setting the example. Uh, and turning everybody against Democrats. And, and they so. know all the information that's about to be shared. And it can't be shared quick enough, whether it's from his daughter's diary or his, his son's laptop from hell. It's all in there. And, man, this is something I am getting a little impatient about. I feel like if I was a Democrat right now getting ready to run for office, I would have just bolted. I mean, why? <laughs> why do you even want to get... Or, Stay in this mess or get involved in this mess. It's time to leave. Well, they, they've seen how lucrative it's been for the other I guess, criminals. I, I mean, guess. career politicians. And um, I guess that power and money is, is addictive, oh, isn't it? Oh, dude. It's you like uh, that's heroin to a heroin addict. If I just stay around one more term, I'm, they're going to give me a $3 million here and $4 million there and yeah. $10 million for that. and Stock options and insider trading yeah. and a book deal to cover it all up with. Wouldn't you, you just answered your own question. Yeah. Yeah, that's called critical thinking. <laughs> right. <laughs> As I'm working through it in my mind. Hey, do you know, who, do you know who Sam Britton is since we're talking about people uh, with their uh, relationship to Joe Biden? Yes, you're, you're, you're president of the United States. <laughs> that you elected. Yes. Right? Or Yes. Sam Britton. I'm sorry, Brinton. B-R-I-N-T-O-N. Do a Google search for him and then uh, actual an images search. Okay? Name sounds familiar somehow, but <clears throat> go ahead. A recent high-level hire at the Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy um, <laughs> defended a controversial gay prostitution website with a track record of allowing children to be promoted for sexual services on the platform. In an article published September 15th, uh, I'm sorry, September 2015, on the pro-LGBTQ plus rest of the alphabet uh, website, Advocate, 
Biden's latest top nuclear hire dives into a defense of the rentboy.com website. Yes, rentboy.com, which shuttered following an August 2015 illegal prostitution raid. Rentboy is a term for young men who have sex with older men in exchange for money, often under dubious circumstances. Um, the National Pulse reported Department of Homeland Security officials raiding Rent Boys Manhattan offices and arresting Chief Executive um, Jeffrey Jeffrey Harant and six employees on charges of promoting prostitution. The following year, the CEO of the site, which connected male prostitutes and escorts with potential clients, was indicted on a charge of promoting prostitution, which he ultimately pl- uh, pleaded guilty. In an op-ed piece, Sam Britton, the recent hire from your president, wrote in The Advocate, rentboy.com may or may not have broken the law. I don't know, but I do know from the frantic emails filling my inbox, (laughs) no pun intended, uh, that the raid on its headquarters has thrown many gay, bisexual, and transgender young adults into turmoil as their main source of income has been ripped away due to irresponsible and archaic views of sex work. This is a recent hire of Biden's completely okay with gay prostitution. This is a recent hire of Biden's and he's completely okay with gay prostitution. How about just encouraging these people to get a real job? And you know what? The, the, this dress that he has on, um, he's just so pretty, you know? And that red lipstick. Um, and mustache. If I had dressed like that, I'm sorry, but I would not be alive because my dad would have killed me. Literally, probably killed me. What kind of pervert is Biden if he's okay with this? <laughs> With with not him being a transgender, with not nothing having to do with this uh, Sam Britton's personal life, but the fact that he's completely okay speaking in defense of this gay. Where did it go? The later this rentboy.com. The underage gay prostitution ring. Okay, forget his personal life. The fact yeah, right. that we're talking about underage gay prostitutes servicing older men. This obviously means that Joe Biden doesn't doesn't look up, doesn't frown upon it. And will we find this out more of this in the contents of Hunter's? Um, Laptop and his daughter's diary. We've got some sadistic SOBs running this country right now, man. And they are into some bizarre, off-the-chains bizarre. And the fact that our president is attached to it. And they're amplifying it. Good Lord. This is such a minority kind of thing. I mean, how many people... It's always been a little, you know, people getting a little freaky in society. It's happened for ages. But they're trying to make it mainstream. Right. And it isn't a mainstream thing. And it ain't working for me. Sorry. And speaking of which, um, 
Washington State, this is just all attached to the extreme left. Washington State School Board Director is going to teach sexual pleasure classes to children as young as nine. Um, Sexual anatomy for pleasure is one of the courses and safer sex practices for all kinds of sexual activities. Teaching kids how to masturbate is basically what this is. And the, uh, on what, what nine planet? years old? Nine, as as young as nine. It's nine, disgusting. Nine to twelve year olds. These people need to be arrested. On what planet does this make sense, or is allowed and legal? How would you like to? You know, your your fifth grader comes home. Hey, Dad, look what I learned. <laughs> oh my God! I found a use for those magazines under Mom and Dad's bed. You know what I mean? It's every kid goes through the phase of that. I remember that age when things. It's your part body, of the reason you wear glasses today because you almost <laughs> went blind. Yeah, I mean, your body starts to wake up at nine years old, right? Ooh, what was that? And you're feeding them this crap. It's not organic. You're planting these. You're forcing thoughts. it. You're forcing it in their mind. And it's not your position to do that. And you're corrupting them for their entire Member lives. Member of the school board? Arrest them. I'm sorry. They need to be in prison for what they're doing. She says this class for 9 to 12 year olds is an introduction to topics related to relationships, puberty, bodies, and sexuality. We focus on what makes healthy versus unhealthy friendships and romantic relationships. That's not your place. The science of how puberty works. That, too, I'm going to go on record and say that's not your place. Consent and personal boundaries. That's a, that's, that's a parental conversation right there. Defining sex and discussing why people may or may not choose to engage in sexual activities. This is for the parents to tackle. And it's not a 9-year-old subject or a 10-year-old or 11 or 12. Not in school. No. And again, we're not naive and dumb. (laughs) Every kid goes through that phase, but... That's a personal thing. That's a private thing. And then when you advance and you actually, you know, uh, find a partner and uh, engaging in actual sex, that too is supposed to be private. It should be organic. Let the people find out who they are on their own. Right? I mean, isn't, isn't that how we all grew up? I mean, mom and dad didn't want to touch that subject, at least in many homes, I think. In my home... Well, I remember my mom used to say the word pregnant was not yeah. said out loud. Yeah. Um, and again, things change, but this this being done at school? Come on, man. Do you remember... And if you're a parent, that's okay. Well, that's one less conversation I got. You shouldn't have kids. Do you remember... I don't know if, if this was in your age group or during your time, but in my time when I was a kid... Women were so private. My mom used to hide her ears. Aren't they stuck to her head? No, I mean, they would comb their hair and and hide their ears. (laughs) I thought you meant she'd take them off and hide them. (laughs) They didn't even even want anybody to see their ears. I remember that specifically. My mom's still like that. but My mom has this phobia that her ears are pointy. I'm like, no, mom, that's in your head. You don't have... I don't know what it was about the ears. 
But even, I mean, they were so innocent. And Is there a growth on them or something? No, it, it was more of, I, I can't put it in words exactly what, what they were thinking, but it was something they wanted to keep private. So they looked at their ears like their breasts? I'm not saying that to be funny, but... No, I'm, I'm guessing like a private that body something, part? I don't know. Women, if you're out there, maybe you can tell us. Or was it just thought. your mom? Because it was only it's only my mom that had a phobia. She told me. I, I just don't okay. like the way my well, ears are. It could have been just your mom. It could have been. It could have been. Because I don't re- recall any other ladies talking about that, but they may have. I, I, I was just always under the impression that... Ladies didn't want their ears showing. Yeah, I know, know the word "pregnant" was something that wasn't said, and uh, television shows for the longest time didn't acknowledge. Uh, even you know, I love Lucy. Yeah, yeah. They when she was pregnant, uh, they they did everything to cover it up, and uh, her scenes would be you know on the TV show. Her scenes would be shot from standing behind the couch. It was like you don't talk about that. You and know? now they strip. Look at me. Right. Yeah, we've got same sex. <laughs> it's just off the rails, man. It's like like I said, throughout the years the bar's getting lower. I think the bar has been taken off and thrown. Yeah. And it's it's the sick and twisted perverts. You know the the, the sick and twisted perverts on the extreme left are just trying to normalize and justify all their crimes. And that's why they're going crazy in Uber Overdrive to launch this insanity and make it mainstream because they know they're all being taken down for it. And I, they want a lawless world yeah. to justify their their punishment. Luciferian ways yeah. and their evil beliefs. I, I remember, I don't know, some years ago, again, going back 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh, you know how the English media, like TV from the UK, mm-hmm. would say, like Benny Hill would say suggestive things that we would never do in this country. And even back then, I could feel it in my soul that, that, that America would change one day. And we oh, would we've start... we changed. Doing, yeah. And I like, where did that plant come from in my brain why did i even think that and shame on us for sitting back and allowing it and not voicing our opinions then and and demanding some uh some class some decorum some uh morals and this is coming this is some people that have known me through my my years i've got a sense of humor that's as blue as blue gets i appreciate some very unpolitical correct humor mm-hmm. love it mm-hmm. i love laughing mm-hmm. love making people laugh but when it comes to like certain things for kids leave the kids out of it, some man. places you just don't go just just leave don't don't talk like that when the kids are around don't don't talk and, and i think that's I know I've always been there. I was going to attribute that to my uh, my wife's grandfather. He, he, I guess he reminded me of it. That when, when the ladies are around or the grandkids are around, lighten up with the conversation. Let's change the, let's change the topic. Yep. He didn't talk about certain right. things in front of the ladies and in exactly. front of... And 
I always felt when I was a little kid, I had I was at family functions where the the there's aunts and uncles that come to mind where the topics and the language was a little blue in front of the kids and the nephews, the nieces and nephews, and it was it was just uncomfortable. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't. I never got into uh, you know people saying you know. Go ahead, watch. Watch. He's gonna say shit. He's two. He's. Uh, I taught him to say shit, and I'd be an eight-year-old going, uh, he shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. And I just leave the room as an eight-year-old boy, and then as the as life went on and the TV and movies and I don't know. Maybe I should have born been born a hundred years ago. I don't know, but again, I appreciate as an adult and as a teenager with my buddies and stuff. Blue humor and blah blah blah, but to see where it's gone, holy cow, man! Even I'm like, am I just getting old? No, I think I've just got a little bit more class than a, well, some of the people I'm aware of. For me, after a while, you just get tired of hearing it. You know, it, it, when I first heard it, maybe I smiled or you know was it was in shock, and then you get used to it. And you know, and then it gets stale. And then it, it's just like, oh, come on, <laughs> right? And that's that's one reason the, the TV, the 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 wire was cut in my house because of what they're showing you is okay to do on every TV show. Um, and it's time. I mean, like I said, shame on us for not standing up earlier and pushing back. You don't need the crap in your brain. You don't now. Need it. Now we need to. I, I I'm I'm demanding it now. No way would I ever accept a, a, a school board director teaching kids how to masturbate. Get out of here. That's insane, man. And then even more so, you got the video ready? Rhode Island Democrat state senator. This this wraps up this whole topic here. Uh, her name is Tierra Mack. She pulled a campaign stunt that perfectly summarizes Democrat degeneracy. She twerked upside down in a thong bikini on a beach in her latest campaign video posted on TikTok. Go ahead. You got that? Yeah, we got it here. Isn't this lovely? This is your future politicians, folks. This no is current. Well, no, she's not elected. Is she elected? No, she's not elected yet. She's trying to be, right? Rhode Island Democrat state senator. Oh, my gosh. She's already a state senator. Uh, she pulled a campaign stunt. So it looks like she's running again. Oh my gosh, yeah. folks! Please wake up. This is this is w where we're at. Did you play the video? I, I, unfortunately, I've played it a couple times. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen it. I can't see it from. Plus, I'm blind. <laughs> so <laughs> Which brings us back to that previous story. <laughs> anyway, she asked for votes as she twerked upside down at the beach on Fourth of July, and again, I watched it. And I thought I was just being a prude and I'm just old and stale. But other people online are saying, say what you will about Republican and Democrats supporting this content or not. This will simply not get you elected. One TikTok user commented. Somebody else says, I don't ever want to hear you complain about how women aren't respected in this country after posting this. Someone else said. And then she, of course, being the low life that she is fired off a tweet defending her TikTok video and blaming prudish conservatives for the backlash, even though many Democrats disapproved as well. Again, they've lowered the bar so much that there's no longer a bar. No. That is someone running for re-election. That's how they want to generate your votes. 
and folks, it's going to get worse. That's she 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 planted the seed, and now I think you're going to see all these scumbags uh, doing the same thing. But you know what? It will make the clean, ethical person stand out. But we got to deal with it. I know. And our kids got to be exposed to it. That's right. Because the television networks don't care. No. You know, I told you a couple weeks ago. They're about, promoting it. Yeah. They're, as long as they get money for it. There's a, uh, there is a, uh, a cruise line right now that are promoting these deals for mom and dad, for mom and dad getaways. And they've got a bunch of kids, you know, they're singing, you know, they're doing a little song and dance about why can't we go? Why can't we go? Is is basically the point of the commercial. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Carnival Cruise Lines. I I'm, I'm not even sure. But at the very end, you've got a little girl that goes, you know, she's acknowledging the fact that she can't go on the cruise with mom and dad, and I think that's a crock. I sh- and they blap, <laughs> they bleep her out at the end, and I'm like, why is that needed? Why don't you challenge yourself not to swear? When I was uh, the program director of the radio stations, I had so, so many people wanted to become Andrew Dice Clay on the air like that and not realizing the shock jock era of radio, of rock radio, ended 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, challenge yourself to say it. In fact, there was a PD that told me this, and I, I, it was one of the best pieces of advice he gave me. Challenge yourself to have that blue humor conversation without talking with blue humor. Envisioning your listener in their car with their six and seven year olds on their way to Little League practice. Make it so dad understands what you're talking about, but it goes over the six and seven year olds. Hey, it's 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 challenging you to be a little bit more intelligent with your delivery. And you watch television now. It that's not even in the ballpark yeah it's let's how quick let's how let's see how shocking and and below the bar we can go because the degenerates of society you know the useless meat eaters (laughs) they're just gonna love us for it it's one of the reasons i don't watch tv Mm -hmm. i never watch it anymore true i'm sorry network tv yeah i watch truth news a lot i'm into documentaries i do like those yeah Uh, Biography, yeah, uh, I, I like that stuff, especially when it comes to rock and roll and oh, yeah. hearing some of these stories and some of these artists. Interesting, yeah. All right, okay. So we've reported that America is finally waking up to the tyranny within our government. We've talked about that a lot, uh, but it's not limited to just America. Uh, Radio Geneva is reporting that in Italy, videos on social media show Italian taxi drivers. Hey! Uh, why is he from Brooklyn? <laughs> there we go. Let's go I've to Italy. Forget up. Brooklyn. I've messed you up on you, accident. You can have a guy named Steve Schlazinski who talks like this just because he's from the East Coast. Oh! <laughs> I don't know why he's got to be uh, in Rome. <laughs> so some of these videos are showing taxi drivers on the hunt for politicians as they tried to enter the parliament in Rome. The patience of the Italian people is it's over. And there's talk of a fake food warehouse somewhere holding serious secrets that will be revealed. Really? Yeah. So taxi so taxi drivers, which is a average citizen, they're on the lookout 
for politicians. They're they're I don't want to say hunting them, but yeah, they're uh, seeking them. They're seeking them. Yeah. And are they doing something with them? Uh, are they making them disappear? That's all I got. But critical thinking because that would happen. Me, that would happen in Sicily more than it would in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> well, critical thinking tells me that they're when they say they're done with them. That tells me something. So there's an uprising. There's an uprising. Yep. Not just uh, not just there. Right. Right. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we have Dutch farmers. A lot of people don't know anything about this because the mainstream re- media is not reporting it, but it's all over the web. Right. If you just search it on social media, especially on Gab, you'll find it. Uh, Telegram, it's all over. The video is all over the place. Everything that you're tired of happening here in the United States, the Europeans are getting up and getting out and doing, doing something, something about something it. about it. Amen. And while we just sit back and eat Pringles and, and watch and, more of the... Uh, and bitch about it. And, and watch more of these politicians on the beaches with their butts up in the air. And thinking that's just okay. It wasn't even a nice butt either. No, it wasn't. It was disgusting. Uh, Dutch farmers, they're taking the fight to the government over the green policies being enforced on them that are destroying their business and livelihoods. Dutch farmers promised it, and they're delivering their promise. They are closing airports, uh, ports, distribution centers, supermarket chains, roads, highways, and strategic borders. In fact, I even read that uh, one border uh, between there and Germany, the Germans met them on the other side. Good for them. It's uniting people. Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. This uh, this new world order is ending. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. It, European, it our friends over in Europe, average everyday citizens is who I mean by friends, not the politicians. They're getting up and they're doing something about it. It needs to happen here. It should have happened here two years ago. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right after that farce of an election. Um, Good on all of them, man. As long as everything stays, because I don't want to see slaughtering and, you know, we're not encouraging that. No, But just, you know, we're done. We're done with you because it's all the same deep state. They want one world order. Right. It's all the same group of people. Klaus Schwab has just as much invested in the United States as he does in Poland and in Germany and in Italy and in Romania and in insert country here. Soros. Right. Yeah. George all, Soros. Same thing. Yep. It's just one small group of very influential. When I say influential, I mean, you know, financially influential. And just like George Carlin said, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a group and you ain't in it. There's a private club and you ain't in it. That's right. And they want control of your every waking minute. So the farmers have blocked the Groningen, I guess I said that right, Groningen uh, Airport. They set bales of hay on fire in the middle of the highways near Appledome. Uh, at the same time, police in Heraveen, Heron, let me see, Heronveen, shot Dutch farmers. They shot them. In at least two instances. The military did? Uh, police. In Holland today, food in the stores was very low. And in some, the shelves were completely empty. You know, no farmers, no food. See, when do when does common sense kick in and say, you know what, I'm not going to shoot at those people because what's being done is wrong. They want that paycheck. But, but right. What is moral, moral and ethical? Yeah, when do you walk away from that and say, I'm not shooting anybody because what, you're, what the system is forcing on them is wrong, 
And I'm not going to kill them or even maim them. Because what's going... You know what, fact? Here. Here's my badge. I'm going to join them. Exactly. When does that happen? Yeah. You know, same thing for the people in the medical industry. And you know what's going on, you know, when you're uh, forcing the, the death jab. I think when... When do you just walk away and say, you know what, I'd rather work the loading dock at Pepsi than do this? I think... I think morally and ethically a lot of people are already feeling about you know feeling bad about what they're doing because they know it's not right but they got to have that paycheck but i think somebody's going to jump ship and maybe they go public actually there have been a lot of them that have jumped ship and tell their stories um maybe it'll catch on that's what i'm hoping i know and after a while people won't won't feel like they won't fear it anymore. You know what I mean? There's nothing to fear. There's nothing to fear. In fact, I jump ship, and there's nothing to fear. In fact, uh, I'm in, I'm embracing it. Yeah, because there are other things that happen in your life after that, and you think, wow, far more rewarding, much more rewarding, and you think, wow, if I hadn't jumped ship, I would never be where I'm at right which now. Which gets us back to change, which we were talking about earlier. Stop fearing change. Stop fearing. Yep. Put I'm your, one of those. Put your faith in God and make your move. I'm one of those, I don't fear change, but I don't like it. No one does. And I, and I think especially as you get older, you get used to your ways. But you learn to embrace but, it. And yeah. Now, when I've even told my kids, whenever there's something that's uncomfortable, know that something beneficial is on the other side of it. Therefore, you look forward to it. And that's in the Bible. I always say when you're on the top of the hill and everything's wonderful, remember, <laughs> you got to go back down that hill at some point. And when you're at the bottom and everything's falling apart, you can do the same thing. Remember that things are just about right. ready to get better. If, if everything was good, would anything be good? Yeah. Things have to be bad. for You have to have crappy times to have great times. There has to be a measure. There has to be a left to have a right. There has to be an up to have a down. Yep. So when things crappy in your life are happening and are unfolding, it's not the way it stands all the time. It's not the way it stays. Uh, many Something of the f- good is, is coming around the bend. Right, right around the corner. Uh, many of the farmers were protesting nonviolently, but in sneak, a man was violently arrested and severely beaten because he filmed the protest. Dutch farmers close to the border between Holland and Germany in Coverden dumped tons of manure. As I understand, they're actually going to a lot of the the uh, government buildings and dropping manure all over the freaking place. Wow. I mean, it's all over the place. And then they're going to the politicians' homes and decorating their yards <laughs> with decorating. Lots of poop all over the place. Uh, many citizens are standing in solidarity with the protest. Dutch farmers set fire to the entrance of the Epp Town Hall after politicians' decision to close dozens of farms and cattle ranches to reduce nitrogen to comply with the absurd European regulations on nitrogen pollution. One Dutch farmer fighting for his rights was only 16 years old, and he was arrested for manslaughter. He was fired upon by police after trying to drive away on his tractor as a result, many other farmers and supporters gathered in Lewarden 
I probably said that wrong, too. Leeward. Yeah, it didn't matter. It's a European town. Go ahead. To free him from police custody. Nobody is allowed to contact him, and there's no word on his condition. And this He was arrested for manslaughter? That's what it said, but the, it was probably... What did he do? He drove away in a tractor? Yeah. So it's a false... It's probably a false charge. Uh, allegedly, I, I don't know for sure. This, a lot of these details are sketchy. Citizens are angry, hungry for the economic crisis storm, and they burn the offices in the parliament. And yet, this is a different place. This is Libya. In T- Tobruk, Libya, so people are standing up all over the all over the world. They're getting fed up with this crap. Well, I'm not for setting things on fire. And no, I'm not, I'm not for, either. Uh, but that's what this leads to, unfortunately. It, it is. People have had enough. You push them far enough, they we, can't take their they can't hold their anger in anymore. Yeah, you you um, you were talking about the uh, the government buildings and the capitals or whatever over in, in, in smearing crap and stuff. It reminds me of the Democrats in Wisconsin when we lived in Milwaukee and Scott Walker ran for governor there and he won. And then they forced a recount and he won again, which wasted a bunch of millions of dollars in taxpayers' money. And when the whiny Democrats didn't get their way, they went to the Capitol building in... Um, up there in Wisconsin and started uh, rubbing human feces all over uh, the inside of the state capitol there. And, and I'm was, looking at these people, I'm like, wow, dude, you're late, you're like late 50s, early 60s. What? You, you didn't win. Get them next time. Bunch of animals. And and they're, it's always the people on the left. Sorry if you're a lefty and you're a Democrat and you're offended by this. It's I've never seen a Republican do it. Anyone leaning on the right. I'm not saying they haven't. I'm saying I haven't seen them. Yeah. When Trump won, it was a lefty that had the complete meltdown. Like, she just went berserk. I'm thinking of myself when Barack won back-to-back. I didn't shed a single tear. I was just like... Disappointed. All yeah. right, well, I guess we're going to do it again in four more years. You know, yep. that, that's as far as it went. That's as far as it went. I little. maintained, and everyone I know that maintained. And little did we know he was probably installed. But the ones on the left seem to just not be able to deal, man. And I saw thousands of them in Wisconsin when, uh, when Walker went back to back. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! These were grown adults, and it has me believing it is just that side. And the way those types of thinking people are programmed to just not be able to take a deep breath, look at the situation, relax a little bit, take it all in. But you know what? Um, we we were talking about doing protests and not being violent, but in these countries. The government is forcing them to close their business, not grow their food. Is that not violent in some way? Oh, it's off the chain, yeah. So what do you expect to get back? I get it. I get. It. I just want to make sure that we, as a show, yeah, right. we're, we're not, not encouraging anything no, negative not. or violent. We're not. But I kind of understand where they're at but when, you you're, know what? when you're date raping someone's livelihood. Yeah. I, I get it. But I, I wish we could find another way... 
to deal with it that doesn't involve setting stuff on fire and ripe, rubbing feces on some dude's window. What I fear in the United States is that there is a group of people that have seen what's been going on for five or six years now. While we wait for humans to freaking wake up and push back and join us in solidarity and fight these criminals, um, and by fight I mean push back, um, but what I'm afraid of is the people that have been waiting for five, six years, turns to seven to eight to nine, and they see nothing is happening. You know, that their fellow Americans are just letting it <laughs> happen. like every Democrat-run city in the, in the nation. Yeah, they're just letting it happen, watching more bills. Nothing at, changes. At some point, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it, there's going to be violence. Because... A group is just going to have enough, and that's when I fear they're going to... I just hope that the collateral damage is at the minimum. Well, I fear, you know, they're saying now that 28% of Americans... This is a mix of Democrats. This is Democrats and Republicans are, are admitting that we're probably going to have to take up arms to take our government out um, in order to stop this. 28%. That's a lot of people. That's Those a lot legals of people. Are no, they, they, they were, these were Americans. Okay. Full-blown Americans, yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, you so, never know. Now, how, how many of those 28% would actually take up arms? They're, they're not saying they would. They're saying that that's probably what it's going to come to. Well, if we get pushed to, to that, because yeah. obviously over there in Europe, they've had enough. They've had enough. and it's. But it's, I've also said for years, we are the most spoiled group of people. And obviously very States. patient. Uh, we are the laziest. <laughs> yep. When it comes to work, and, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about work. We are some of the hardest working people. Yeah. When it comes to just living life, we haven't been dealt the oppression that some of those other yeah. countries have. I mean, real oppression. Yeah. And we've been spoiled by what happened in the 1700s and what's unfolded and has been given to us since. We haven't had to deal with that. The, right. the Constitution has done a lot to benefit our standard of living here. We've got homeless, <clears throat> excuse me, we've got homeless people that live better than a lot of Europeans. But I think our Constitution has made us lazy. That's what I mean. That's it's exactly what I'm saying. Massively trusting of our government right. because, uh, look, we don't have to do all that stuff. Let them do it. And we trust that they're doing it. Yeah. They they close the door and they're, <laughs> they got naked parties and all this embezzled money and cocaine all over the place. They open it up and they tighten their tie. Yeah, hello, I'm going to uh, answer your question with a non-answer, just like Kamala displays every time there's a live microphone in front of her face. Kamala, what is your name? Well, it depends. The name is the name that I was given of the name, so my name might not be the name. <laughs> what did she say? She, she said something like that every right, can single you translate, time. Can you translate this Well, for what me? she was saying is her name wasn't the name before it became the name, but it's now the name that she names her name's name. <laughs> hey, what's your name? <laughs> You'd be a good politician. <laughs> All right. 
Um, let's see, there's a judge, since we're talking foreign lands, a judge in Uruguay has ordered the presidency, the Ministry of Public Health, the State Health Services Administration, and Pfizer to present all information related to the experimental COVID-19 shots within 48 hours. Um, the summons is part of a protection. I'm looking, but I didn't do this story already, right? I did it on the other show. Yeah, on the other right, show, I'm right. sorry. I'm like, did I do this already? Uh, the summons is part of a protection process initiated to suspend the application of these vaccines in children. Among the other things, it seeks to know if the so-called vaccines contain nanotechnological, technological, sorry, elements. It's also requesting that the possible presence of graphene oxide be reported. A hearing was scheduled for yesterday where representatives of all the agencies and the company must uh, appear. I haven't heard whether or not they actually did. I would assume they did. In the summons, in the, summons the judge asked that they present the contract for the purchase of the vaccines, state whether they've... They have clauses of civil indemnity and criminal or uh, criminal impunity for the suppliers in the event of possible adverse effects. Provide extensive detail of the biochemical composition of the of the vaccines, explaining how the distribution of the batches and their criteria, specifying which ones are messenger RNA and what meaning they have. So I applaud this judge. But I also joined the people online asking the question, will he survive this request? Um, There's a lady by the name of Annie that tweeted, excellent. I sure hope he survives the next 48 hours. I hope the information makes it makes its way here. Somebody else said Pfizer is above the law. He will be bought. He will be bought or dead by the end of the day. Either way, Pfizer will never produce a damn thing. Um... Wow, and I look forward to be released publicly. Oh, I can't wait to see the details. And you gotta, you gotta imagine Pfizer is sweating bullets right now. Yeah, uh, did you have speaking of uh, COVID? Isn't there a blood thinner for kids? Oh yeah, yeah that. Very interesting. Okay, so from uh, very wrong is what it is. This came out. Uh, by Andrew White to the National File. It was published November the 2nd, 2021 at 5.08 p.m. And the headline says the FDA approved the first oral blood thinning medication for children ahead of the vaccine rollout for ages 5 to 11. So back in 2021, they knew that they were going to release this vaccine. They already had a plan. And there's going to be problems. And they already knew the CDC was going to approve it, right? They're all in this together. And they, yeah, they knew that there was going to be problems and that they had an opportunity to sell more drugs. Again, please share this video because this is the story that mainstream media not talking about. You can find it, search it, National File. When is the last time, when have you ever heard of children being put on blood thinners? Unless they were born with some sort of disorder or something. Blood thinners, my entire life, go to people in their 70s and 80s who have been uh, victims of heart attacks, strokes, and have had stents put in. Yeah. Not, would you say, 5 to 12 year olds? 5 to 11, yeah. Yeah. That's not normal, man. (laughs) Your mind should be clicking, or you're like, what? Say that again? 
unbelievable. And then, uh, you know, getting back to the Pfizer information being demanded over in Uruguay, we do have a lot of the Pfizer information posted via the last three or four Pfizer info data dumps. Yeah. And again, you can go to Renz, R-E-N-Z. This is the attorney, Thomas Renz. Uh, he's got links for all of these different, and there's like three, 4,000 pages attached to e- either uh, either of these uh, data dumps. It's a lot of information, a lot of crooked stuff, too. Uh, Renz, R-E-N-Z hyphen law dot com. Or just Google Thomas Renz Law Firm, and then it'll, it'll give you the address. But he's got all these Pfizer data dumps. And it, uh, it's a lot of info, man. And if they actually unleash some of this stuff, it should be a, a wake-up call for, for everybody. So, uh, so then we had, uh, we we had, had this, this last night. I'm not hearing anything. Yeah, there's no audio. Oh, oh, oh. I'm talking about the uh, the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Play that again here. See, I've, I've got to put my glasses on for that because some people are questioning, is there something being shot at it? There was speculation that the Guidestones were, um, were a result, the, the, the destruction was a result of uh, an earthquake. But I saw this one. You can clearly see something blew that up. Yeah, it looks like a bomb went off. And there's another video, which I don't have, that shows a car driving off. Into it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean away from it. Like somebody went there, set it up, and then left. Yeah. Yeah, this video that we have isn't long enough to see the car. I had heard about the car, though. Now, I have a theory. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, these are just some other um, some other videos here of, of them actually later tearing the thing down. Uh, obviously, you'd want to tear this down because uh, it, it could fall on somebody. Right. Unstable right. at that point. But I have a theory that this, that this is really probably what happened. I would you would you not agree? I can't. I need see to it. get you a monitor over there. Yeah, this is a Trump. Uh, of course, you know the deep state's going to say he. he oh, <laughs> either I <laughs> now I see it. Either he did it, or was it was Russia? One of the two. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love those videos, man. They've got Trump. Wing- I have to explain this, or we should explain this to the people <laughs> listening on other platforms, not video platforms. It's that video of Donald Trump swinging the club. Hitting the ball, uh, they've got other versions where he hits Joe Biden from the back as he and knocks him over as he's walking up the the flight, the steps to uh, as he falls over, and now he's knocking the golf ball into uh, what are they called again? <laughs> the uh, the guidestones, the Georgia yeah, guidestones. Georgia guidestones. And uh, I think uh, as I as I understand it, um, they're all they've already rebuilt them. They, what were the meaning just, of them? I mean, because this is new info to me. I wasn't even aware of them just, just, up until this. Just overnight, before I get into that, they've they've completely rebuilt them, and, and this is what they look like now. This oh. is another joke, too? No, 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 oh. no. Now, do I joke about things like this? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. 
That's a Trump Towers. Yeah, okay, yeah. you're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> what are they? Okay, okay so uh, basically they were erected in 1980. Okay. They stand 90 miles to the east of Atlanta and are a modern megalithic mystery made from granite. They stand 16 feet tall and consist of five stones arranged in an X shape with four wings surrounding a central stone. The structure is topped by a 25,000-pound capstone. While who physically made the stones is public knowledge, there are only scant details on what their purpose is or who is truly behind the construction of what many believe might be a guide for surviving the apocalypse. There are inscriptions on each stone, and the one that was destroyed was the one with the inscription, Maintain Humanity Under 500 Million. Some are saying it was an earthquake. No one knows Maintain Humanity Under 500 Million? Yes. So did Bill Gates erect this? Is this one of his things? Nobody really knows for sure, but... There was one little note, because um, some some thought uh, some some people think that they're much older than this. You know that they weren't built in, in the 1980s. They're much much older, but they found rebar inside the granite apparently. So it's obviously not as old as some think. Um, the inscriptions, the other inscriptions on it, uh, maintain humanity. Under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. This is the stone that was destroyed. Uh, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Well, just listen to this. I'm Are, trying. I, I don't know. I, I'm still not gathering the importance of what this structure was meant and signified. Well, it, some have said that if if there's this you know uh, apocalypse and and most of the world is destroyed um new people that are born you know as the population rebuilds okay. and they discover this 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 might be their guide to who we were to who we were yeah and so then they have something to start from um it's also the glo- it's obviously a globalist thing because all the things that are on here... So, all right, it's a globalist structure representing their beliefs. Their beliefs, and right. And because things are turning back to making sense again, somebody on the right blew it up. It was a slap in their face. Was it... Was it... I'm just... Don't, don't ask me any questions. I, I've, heard, I've heard so many different ideas on this already. I mean, it's, it's only been down for a day. Um, I've heard that the left blew it up to start civil war as a seed for a civil war. Because, you know... Should we have responded to all them bringing the statues down? Exactly. The history of our nation? Exactly. Whether you like the history or not, it's part of the history. You know, and it's it's a reminder as to what you aspire from, not aspire to, aspire from. But you don't deny it, you don't erase it and act like it never happened. Unless you have an agenda. Uh there's some other inscriptions unite humanity with a living new language. 
So one language. Yeah, I've been preaching that for a long time. <laughs> you come here, you speak English. Done. <laughs> yeah. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. List all nations' rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. There we go. One world government. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Sounds like a couple of hippies got to, uh, got a hold of the brown acid. Well, erected some chunks of cement. <laughs> I've I've known about this structure for a long time. Yeah, for some time, and I knew it was tied to globalism. And uh, when I heard there was blowing up, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just me. It's like yes, because that's what I feel about globalism. Uh, it's like a, an, it's one of these things to the idea of killing everybody on this planet to everything that they believe in. If that's the symbology or the symbolism behind that symbology, if that's the symbolism behind it, I'm all for saying F you to globalism. Get rid of it. And yeah. We don't have any room and for anything that. Anything that's got to do with, because, uh, you know, all that perversity we were just talking about a little earlier, that's all stemming from that whole inner circle. Yep. And needs to be done away with. Um, let's see. I have one last story here. The White House is keeping silent about the leaked voicemail. I think most of us have heard this already. If not, we'll play it for you in a second. But the leaked voicemail between Joe Biden and his son, Hunter, the voicemail, which was uh, recovered from Hunter's uh, laptop from hell, revealed that Biden, in fact, knew about his son's business dealing in China after denying... I don't know how many times uh, ever speaking to his son about his business deals is a complete lie. Just like if this dude isn't just lying and lying and lying and lying, this is the, the reason that he's in this mental state. And some people ask me, don't you feel bad about what you say about Joe Biden? If he didn't proceed it with 50 years of criminality and lying and uh, stealing other people's uh, speeches, <laughs> oh God! Verbatim plagiarism. A plagiarism. Uh, I, I don't feel bad about the state that he's in. I, I I think it's wrong that his wife is allowing him to be in the public eye while in this state. Because there's, I mean, there's medical officials who say no, no, he's he's got dementia. It's dementia one hundred and one mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, when P- Peter Ducey from Fox News asked Karine Jean, uh, Jean Pierre. Uh, the the White House press secretary about the voicemail, he replied by saying, "From or uh, she replied from this podium, I'm not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop." Then he said, "Are you disputing that the president's voice is on the the voicemail?" Which, according to the New York Post, uh, is further undermining Biden's claim that he never discussed foreign business deals with his son. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if the president has said he's never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealings? Well, first, I'll say this is her response. First, I'll say that what the president said stands. 
So if that's what the president said, that is what stands. So you decide for yourself. Go ahead and play it. Hey, Palestine, it's 8.15 on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think you're clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. The article is going to be printed tomorrow, and I think you're clear. That's what he, I couldn't quite understand it. And it was referencing his deals. So don't tell us, the American people, you've never discussed deals that were done that benefited, benefited you financially. Don't even go there. Lie number 7,159 from this old turd. I've lost track. I can't count that high anymore. <laughs> Uh, Keith online said just more lies from his, this installed administration. Ken said everyone knows these buttheads should be in jail. Uh, somebody else said you gotta love the way this fake administration and its participants avoid answering any controversial questioning. Thieves, crooks, and liars act the same way when they know they did something wrong. It's obvious. It doesn't matter if you're a two-year-old getting caught stealing a cookie. It doesn't matter if you're a 78-year-old, 79-year-old lying about illegal business doings. There's the same reaction that you can't cover up. And it's so blatantly obvious, man. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's going to do it for today. I'm Matt Toludo. That is Bill Spry. Again, give us a like and a share, regardless of what platform you're uh, watching or listening on. We much appreciate it. Tomorrow's Friday already. We love these short work weeks, man. Thank God for Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's going to do it, man. We will uh, go back into our little holes and dig up some more news that the mainstream media is either not reporting at all or if they are they're probably lying about it but uh regardless say a prayer for yourself say a prayer for those around you say a prayer for our country say a prayer for our entire world put god front and center and together we're going to keep this uh, thing going and take this country back take the world back and and, and, and rid it of all this evil that's going on right now. Like we've said in the, in the past, this is not a Democrat-Republican battle. This is a battle between good and evil. If you if you haven't caught on to that yet, please pull your head out of your sand, out, out of the sand. This is the Freedom Ring. Have a good rest of your day. Later.